irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Accent On with Alona Europa, right here on L.A. Talk Radio. Today is Monday. I always repeat, every Monday. Most of people hate this day. I love Mondays. I have a reason. I have my show. I have my two shows. First show is called Accent on, on the Radio. Well, I think like two and a half years, going soon into three years. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. I'm really, really appreciative. And I can say... I feel sometimes very successful in this beautiful place of ours, or our studio, or LA, or America, or in a whole wide, whole wide world. <laughs> you know, being a woman is not easy. <laughs> for sure, it's not easy. Being a single woman is for sure, sure, very, very hard. Being a divorced woman is very, very uh, not easy too. Being a woman with a child, without child, a woman who needs to make a very important decision in life, this is something that um, I went through many, many times. And I, I was thinking, hmm, who who could be the bestest gay, uh, uh, the bestest guest for today? I call this bestest test, bestest test, test guest for today's show. Then you know, I have my um, thoughts about having maybe somebody who will do makeup. Then I had uh, thoughts uh, about somebody who will play music. That's always what's happened, uh, mostly on accent on. Um, but then you know, I was flipping through my guest and past guest, and of course, um, one of the posts on the fo- Facebook book reminded me of my wonderful, wonderful friend. We don't know each other very well privately, but we feel like we like each other a lot. And, you know, I had her already two two times on the show, two times. Her name is Agnieszka Niezgoda. And trust me, people, all this uh, description about uh, being single, being married, being divorced, having uh, maybe life choices, um, they are not so easy. Uh, this is a reason why we are here today. Agnieszka Nizgoda. Uh, again, I'll Hello. say hi to you. Are you there? Hi. Hello, I'm here. Yes, I'm for the third time on your show. Third and, time. And you know, from the very beginning, from the first time when we met, I just felt that we were somehow soulmates, didn't you? I know. And I, you know, I, I, I don't know why I have this voice like that little sad. I need to wake myself up because normally Ilona Europa speaks like that on the show. But, but I know, just shared the news with you that it's maybe the last time when I am on your show because the time has come for me to hit the road. And that's why I think it's a perfect opportunity for us to discuss life choices and life decisions and taking the risk being a woman, being a woman in a foreign country and what it comes with. Uh, so yes, I'm at a crossroads 
and I'm hitting the road. So goodbye, Los Angeles. It's been six years now, over six years. Agnieszka. Agnieszka, you always said to say bye to, to your friend. I hope we will keep contact. I hope we will, oh, sure be, we will. Uh, we'll be, maybe you'll be calling in to the accent on because that's why not. You can call even from Europe. But for right now, let's remind people who is my beautiful, beautiful friend, uh, Agnieszka Niezgoda. If I uh, would love to introduce you, I will say first, strong woman, very, very intelligent, very beautiful. If I would know very little I feel about flattered. you. I feel flattered. Yeah, <laughs> but that's true. You are beautiful. You are smart. You are very, very highly educated. You are a journalist. You are a book writer. You have so many different dreams of becoming... M- much more than you You know, it's today. funny because you just reminded me who I am, to be honest. Oh. <laughs> because for the last, I don't know, two or three months, I've been on, a, on a such a crossroads that I somehow was feeling that I was losing my identity. And that was like a, that was like a huge like question mark on the horizon. Because when you come to a certain point in your life, when you are about to make this huge decision, you can get lost at a certain point. Yeah, and I know both and of us. And this is so, so flattering and so great to be listening to you right now, Terry about my credits because yeah that's true I had my two books published I've been working as a journalist for like oh my god 17 years now I started when I was she's very young she really is very <laughs> young but she, you know in a way you started very early yes yeah I start, started just after the first year of, um, at, at my college University of Warsaw where I was studying journalism and political science so yeah I I I, I, I began pretty earlier on on my on my, my my career path but it's been 17 years now, and I've been working as a correspondent from the U.S., covering different topics from Polish, for Polish newspapers, uh, conducting interviews with scientists, but covering also, you know, show business, and, of course, working on this beautiful baby here <laughs> that and we have on a table. Yes, and book is just amazing. This is our third meeting, like I said, uh, on Accent On, and every time I have my own copy, thank you so, so much again I would cherish Did you this read forever it? I will say 90 maybe percent right now okay. because I yeah and sometimes what I found out uh, that I'm coming back to the same people because I just cannot say bye to certain stories life stories of certain because they are inspiring aren't they that's why I'm coming back to them but uh, Hollywood uh PL. PL. Hollywood PL Beyond the Dream Personal Rose to the Silver Screen. Yes, it's a large format nonfiction book uh, with uh, 23 featured filmmakers, but filmmakers slash emigrants slash, 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 oh my God, uh, Polish people who came here and who made it in Hollywood. But because uh, in sad way, sweet way, today, maybe this will be a one day, uh, last day that you are in person in, on my in my studio and but I might be your flying correspondent you will. from you, all over the places that's <laughs> what really you know probably that's what will happen but this book need to be pitched again and again and I promised you that I will do it and repeat this over and over whenever I have time I will be pricing your book uh, very highly because I think this is book not only for Polish people uh, dreaming about um, having a dream in America and become big artists or big filmmakers is also is written in English then it's also for everybody anybody it's yes like- it's about it's about finding courage to follow your dreams whatever those dreams might be so it's definitely not only about Hollywood and 
not only about filmmakers' um, career paths, although we do have plenty of great anecdotes and, you know, like behind the scenes stories with such celebrities as Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. And uh, yeah, so we do drop some names um, uh, in the book. (laughs) But, but... Most of all, no, it's a story about a journey. It's about a story about finding your identity. It's about uh, following your dreams. It's about overcoming your fear because uh, and now you are familiar with the book so uh, you can tell me your opinion on that that because for me what was really touching listening to those people talking to them for several several hours I would say that probably with each of the featured filmmakers I'd spent from 7 to 10 sometimes 12 hours over the course of 3-4 years so I would meet those people on several occasions mostly at their homes at their places so it was like a very intimate kind of connection and I'm a good listener I'm a journalist, so I also, you know, know how to follow the good story. But what was touching for me and sometimes even heartbreaking uh, were those moments where when they would confess that, yes, here I felt weak. Here I had to make I, I had to make a difficult choice um, here. I just I needed to ask for help. So my idea was to really kind of reveal very human faces um, and to give this human, human touch to the success story. It's not like a pure success story. Oh, I was born lucky and everything went perfect. And here I am. I'm a Hollywood filmmaker. No, there's like a human touch to it. Don't you think so? After reading yes, the book? Yes, but, you know, they are not only filmmakers. And to me, honestly, I know that they are all successful and just amazing, amazing people. To me, I... I almost feel like movie can be made of each chapter of this uh, book. Well, that was my idea. Also, that was the leading idea to write every single chapter more or less in a way of a script, like mini mini script of each, you know, of... Um, of, of, of a short story, life stories. Like yeah. Ten minutes. I, I don't know if you can even, you know, narrow down so much day, uh, beautiful uh, description of what the journey was like from Poland to America or to France to wherever they were going, yeah. uh, you know, to get to Hollywood. I had a pleasure also have, I think, two times already um, Beata Poźniak was oh, here. Yes. Yes, and we had her also on the camera. Then now I will be asking everybody to be very, very patient for another 40 minutes and then switch to video channel LA Talk Radio for like, I think last three months has a video channel and Accent On is at seven, from seven till eight. Uh, PM Pacific time, then please, please, when we will end our accent on on radio, we have 10 more minutes, we are moving to another studio, and Agnieszka Niesgoda, the beautiful, smart, gorgeous uh, writer and journalist, uh, will be with us. Tell me more, and, tell me more. <laughs> and Lucy Hill, who will be co-hosting uh, also Accent on TV, the best of Poland and Europe um, segment, then we will be there and everybody can see how gorgeous this book's book is and is available yes on Amazon where where can we buy the book Uh, you can get it on Amazon you can get it on an online store which is um, www.hollywood-pl.com so yeah it's available but it's also on Amazon which is probably very easy of course very easy and everybody can and it's also available in several independent bookstores but this is also only for like LA crowd so it's better to go online wonderful and yeah we start both of us started little Set yes, we will say sentimental, bye to sentimental, but also we were supposed to talk about being empower woman who can empower 
yourself by making hopefully right decision in right time for yourself. Both of uh, you and I, we made a few already decisions in life. I'm much older than you, but yeah. Living oh, now you're exaggerating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but leaving Poland, um, which I had my own business, I had my own mm-hmm. career, uh, leaving Poland and moving to um, America, this was very very tough decision for me I was just in love my love is not a bad you know yes I will <laughs> direction o- to follow <laughs> and I will say to everybody follow your heart because that really we, we need to do that if and not, it goes both I, I would say that it applies both like literally to your heart choices but also follow your heart in terms of your professional choices and your professional dreams whatever kind of like really resonates with you and whatever you feel strongly about you should just follow it speaking of Beata Pożniak follow your yes. bliss That's uh, that's the title of her chapter, and um, it's a, uh, it's a quote from the very famous American philosopher "Follow Your Follow Your Bliss," which exactly means what we are talking about now. Yeah, and uh, I will say the Polish lady char- characteristic of Polish lady for sure. We are stubborn. We are very well educated. I think we are very, very hardworking, very independent. Then we are. Challenged. How do you see a difference between American? Like if we. If we were to speak like cliches, of course, certain okay. cliches, what would be the difference for you between an American woman and a Polish woman? To not get into trouble, I will be very honest anyway. Okay. But I will say big difference. I you have, think so? Yes, big difference. And why I think this way, I have a lot of beautiful American friends, girlfriends, and they always look at me and they say, how you are doing all of this? How? You can get through what you get through and still do what you do. How you are not going crazy with what you're going through and you're still... Do you, you think it runs in our genes because of the... Not genes, pants, but genes, genes in our blood because of the, I don't know, rough Polish history be, be, because of, you know, all those centuries of what we as a nation went through that somehow Polish women absolutely kind of come out stronger? Absolutely. I really believe that society makes us who we are. Obviously, society is also our parents, grandparents and history that are living uh, in and by thinking about uh, strength of Polish woman I always look at my mother my grandma I look in uh, do you know what I just found out about my grandmother (laughs) I went in January I went to Warsaw to spend um, New Year's Eve with my parents and I had like the best New Year's Eve sitting at the kitchen table with my mom and my aunt and we just had I don't know five six bottles of wine (laughs) you know over the course of a night and we ended up like at 5 (gasps) a.m. in the morning and I just found out that my grandmother who is now like in a really kind of you know poor health and um she's taken care of um in the kind of you know uh, assisted living secure facility or so but anyway my grandmother was 5050 when my grandfather passed away yeah so at and at at his at, at her generation that was like really and she was following my grandfather for the, her entire life my grandfather was a military officer so they were moving like 12 times and she was follow, following my grandfather and she was just glued to home to home to her children my my mom and, and her aunt anyway so at the age of 50 50 after she became a widow she 
started having started started learning German language. Uh, she started having an affair with some, you know, older military officer. I like that. <laughs> she drove a car for the first time. She had her driving license for the first time in her life at the age of five zero fifty. And that was not normal in That Poland. was not normal. No. And then when the guy asked her to move in, she refused, saying that she won't be her housekeeper, that she can have an affair, but she won't move in with him. So wow. I was so proud wow. of my grandmother. Wow. wow. You know, I, I, obviously that's... Uh, very real story and when I look back into my life and my parents I only see my mom and story of my mom she was 16 years old when she got married to my daddy wow 16 16 and she had first child when she was barely 17 how old was your father my father was three years I think older than my mommy so not like crazy age difference very very and obvious my mom lived on the floor in one very tiny room with my uh, father uh, just having nothing except big warm love which till end of my mom and dad dead first that's life. such a romantic they, story yeah they just loved each other so much and they had two of us myself and my sister and I had the so good parents oh my gosh but my parents what I remember my mom my mom was simple woman my father also they were not educated but they worked hard they had the two children and they were children my, my parents were children you yeah. know, they were so young but my mom was sewing dad was making me uh, from the metal different uh, art necklaces when I needed to sing my daddy was making belts for but me but that's how you show yeah. your love you don't really need to have you oh. know loads of money because you can show your love with simple stuff you know to show that you take care and everything what we wanted and I'm saying not like materialistic stuff school uh, instruments violins books you know I oh and my daddy was cook. He was uh-huh. cooking. Not my mom was cooking. My mom was sewing after she left her work. She was at night sewing for people um, to make additional money. They were so busy, but they always had the time to take us for vacation. They will take a time to go, you know, and show us something. And then also they lived by our dreams because they didn't have one. Mom yeah. and dad always said their dreams is looking into both of our future and thinking that we have a good life. And sometimes I feel really like I fail them a little bit because Why? I'm, because when it comes to education, when it comes to uh, success, um, I will say I was uh, very, very successful in Poland and I had, like you, very high I'm a well-educated person but then, you know, I always wanted to be around my parents. Mm-hmm. And when you immigrate or emigrate and when you are leaving your family behind, you are failing this part of life tremendously then did you ever talk it over with them you see um did you know how they felt oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah they, they were trying to show me in many ways sometimes they were just patiently looking to my eyes and uh, one day will be better one day we'll all be together one day you will make this happen because they couldn't when they were flying to america they didn't feel good here they uh-huh. couldn't drive they couldn't speak they couldn't they were just petrified of everything here they were sitting in a room looking at my face and just oh that's your life is right now like because they were reminding me uh-huh. reminding me of my successful life in europe of traveling, singing, you know, recording. And then... So they didn't understand it, right? No, because they knew that I uh, went to America because I loved somebody and I really loved the man that I was with and married to. And they loved him too. Then they didn't question this part. They Mm -hmm. knew how important this was for me. But they also were petrified seeing me diminishing my abilities 
uh, and seeing me not being who I was in my country, which means artist, artist and singer, and you know, just making good they, money. But because did of they that. see you? Did, did, did they see you happy or unhappy? Were you were you striving or were you miserable? You see, obviously, when parents are coming uh, visit you, you try to show always the best, of course, face <laughs> and smiley face. But you cannot fool your parents. They, I know, it's always the, in your eyes. They knew. They knew that I. I i am under your 50, skin 50 yeah. uh, but really uh, I, I i have big void if something is there very not right with uh, how my life was going then but again there were choices that's what you're saying i was a mother i was happy wife here i was learning america i was learning language i had the dreams bigger than life and probably i was annoying my uh, ex-husband uh, so much by begging him to help me to become who I, in a way, am right now, you know, independent Why woman. Why is that, that, you know, there are so many men, and I'm not, you know, like saying that all of the guys, blah, blah, because there are plenty of great guys out there. Hope you are somewhere out yeah. there. But there are so many guys, and I can, you know, I just kind of went through pretty much similar scenario, that it just, I don't know, it's... They don't really want to see you thrive, and they don't no. really want to be at your best, you know, self. And what is uh, the weirdest that mostly, okay, now it's two women. We need a night and battle of the wine, and of probably course. that will be the best. <laughs> but I hope if gentlemen are listening to us, then maybe they will listen to what the ladies are talking about, and maybe we'll give them how some you, advice how, too. How, how would you say what a guy should be like to be the best guy for a woman? Um, To me, it's not so hard to be a loving woman who is complicated or a woman who wants to achieve. Not every woman wants what I wanted and what you want. We, outside of we want to be loved, loved, we want we are I think good ladies good wives good you know friends and girlfriends but I think we have big big needs to become of what something is cooking under our skin and for me there was a musician mm-hmm. I needed to breathe music again in this country because uh, my child was already seven eight because that was part of your identity that was life. part of you from moment when I was born that's all what I was doing and you that didn't have it here right I, I couldn't easily first because of my language seconds I didn't know anybody third uh, my ex-husband was in this business then I needed to even I didn't have idea where what why it starts but I knew I, I need to then that's maybe uh, but then again you know if you you will find a way if you have this in you every person this American woman or any woman because you see a lot of my friends also are from another countries or from Mexico or something these people are working so hard maybe mm-hmm. not their generation but the second generation will be pretty okay very smart and yes the first do. generation is usually called the lost generation yeah, which is very much true it's so true but you know uh, when come back to the it's not hard i think to be great husband for a little complicated and woman uh, woman who needs something you just need uh let her do what she wants to and every time when she comes to you say you say can you talk listen to me i want to tell you what i have on my mind you just sit and listen because mostly that's what we need and then if she says to you i need a help in this part of Mm -hmm. the uh, need 
you just honestly say, I can help, or you just say, honestly, I cannot help you, mm -hmm. and just say nicely why, or just try to find somebody who maybe can help. But leaving somebody who is starving uh, for uh, help and begging for help, or just for even conversation about how to do certain things, because you have partnership. The partnership with smart women, I think, is the toughest, because everybody in America is busy, and husbands are very busy, they're also working hard, but then you have this woman who wants something from life, wants, 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 wants. And then, and they, that's when she becomes a burden because she yeah. wants something. She, she has her needs, which is so unusual for a human being, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's so funny that you say this because it's not a joke. Uh, we are maybe being treated a little like the obnoxious little woman who wants something. But this is not that we want. We need to get out of our system what really is cooking yeah. at us. Then I think they have. And you need time. to, and, and you need to feel inspired. And you know, it's like about having this kind of spark with this other person that okay you know you wake, you wake up it's a beautiful gorgeous Sunday wow let's do this let's do that and it's like not about being the one person pushing this other person Hard. all the time you know just uphill battle Up, yeah. <laughs> then we know we both are very tired of our relationships I uh, mine was uh, three times longer than yours but in a way still hurt, uh, painful even when we are divorced mm -hmm. even when I'm getting some small tiny alimony it checks my oh my god <laughs> we just had like the best situation here before the show. I, know. I was just, I was just shocked. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just opened my envelope with my alimony, and again, my check came squished, wrinkled. And just, I, I need a small to act of revenge. <laughs> yeah, I need to stra straighten the check. I don't even know if my bank will take this check. It's so like really. And we are really not talking about million of dollars. Piddly money. And you know why? Why? I don't want to question why because I don't care anymore. I'm like you. In a way, we are freeing ourselves from all the whys. Yeah. Why? 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 Who knows? You know, move I feel, on. I feel like really great not being forced to just explain myself all over again. Okay, that's another another thing. Yes, over and over talking Explaining, your position, yes. your position, why, and somebody doesn't want to listen. But you know, I know, like you said, is uh, we know a lot of beautiful um, marriages and very good of relationships, course. and uh, they exist. And maybe. they all went through some major struggles. I don't really believe that you can have like like a perfectly working uh, marriage for like 20, no. 30 years, not even perhaps five or ten. It is a struggle. It is a constant effort, and I, I, I get it. I, I, I don't I, I don't think you know. I don't share this disillusion that uh, it's always beautiful and you know sexy and sparkling. Yeah. No, it's not. And It's no a perfect match. Nobody can match perfectly with another person because this will be like having a relationship with mirror. You know, I want me, I want myself. <laughs> and we don't really want, sometimes we don't like it, yourselves yeah. in a mirror. We sometimes want somebody to tell us, no, the ugly in a mirror is not really us. We are sweet human, wonderful human. Then yeah, relationships are tough, and but we are all for love. And again... Look at you. You're a gorgeous woman. You are making very, very big decisions in your life. We will come back to talking about, again, you and your life and your decision in a moment. But for right now, I feel like the song that is called Je T'aime. Wow. Mon Amour <laughs> is the appropriate I love song, this song. <laughs> for both of us. Te quiero solo Like every song that I've heard Over and over again Lives in my heart Tell me again I love you Mon amour Solo tu familia 
Niezgoda, Here Auto of Hollywood PL. PL for Poland, not for place, but it might be <laughs> confusing. One wonderful, beautiful book filled with uh, life stories of great, great people who entered Poland, uh, who left Poland and entered Hollywood in many, many different ways. But and in many different years, because we have like also um, the, um, the huge scope of generations starting from Roman Polanski or Adam Hollander, uh, a DP who shot Midnight Cowboy, um, ending with the youngest generation of people like um, actress and producer Iza Miko or uh, music composer Abel Korzeniowski, um, nominated several times already. Uh, he scored the music for Penny Dreadful series, Showtime series. So yeah, we have a bunch of amazing people in the book. Then please, uh, everybody, go to Amazon and purchase this book because this book is one of the kind you cannot I, I, I don't, didn't see so elegant uh, book written and filled with beautiful 
pictures and again and life it's heavy stories. it's heavy three pounds <laughs> and it's silver and uh, you know silver gold and red it's big like looks like bigger than computer like uh, the co- yeah no, it's lap. a large format it's a yeah it's a it's a large format it's worth every every dollar that you spend on that and uh, like I say this is book about hope about dreams about never give up mm-hmm. you know and I'm coming back to this Je t'aime mon amour song I wrote this song uh, in tiny little room in um, LA I had no idea what I was writing I my English was very very poor and uh, you wrote it in English I, I wrote in English many many bad lines then I was begging my ex-husband please can you go over and just see what I messed up and I, was he uh, eager to do so no every time I needed to make appointment or beg or just I saw the eyes rolling in his head because he had something better to do and now nobody will listen to this junk why do you want to do this why you are writing so many mi- wow how minors? encouraging how oh, encouraging no. <laughs> the, and the chords were minor no uh, and then we complain was, a lot on this show. We, yeah, co- we complain. Yes, why not? That's a complaining show. But it, really, we are not because we are talking about when time comes and you need to make a decision, you are making, you are ready to make this decision. For me, I knew last three years were tough. I knew what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. I needed to put myself together, you know, get uh, answer to IRS, talking <laughs> to uh, file the taxes they were not filed, uh, take care of my child, USC studying. And you went through major like fire tests. Very, very looking for the a place to live with yeah. having no money and not knowing where my ex is because he just left and we never saw him uh, three years by child also then you know you then question everything it's not about complaining it's about life story this mm-hmm. could be book another book about yeah, very that, important that, that decision exactly in life that you do that, that is exactly what I meant uh, in the first part of our show when I told you about being at a crossroads and also feeling that somehow your identity is suddenly lost. Yes. Uh, because you that's not the moment when you are aware of your strength. That's not... You have so many like question marks on the horizon yeah. and you have so many fears uh, that you are so much like into this, you know, uh, being hopeful but being fearful at the same time, being strong, that you don't really... I don't know how to put it and I don't know if it makes any sense but it somehow felt for me like this for a moment that I really forgot who I was yeah. now I'm like back to my all good self I really I'm feeling right now as it was like my college years I feel like this you know like really young you know dynamic energy and I feel that I'm back myself and you know uh, our listeners don't understand maybe because we are talking about you moving from LA and pursuing somewhere your, somewhere somewhere and pursuing I'll be driving across the country with your dog with my huge huge boxer dog 90 pounds who came here with me from Poland oh. and he's 10 and a half years old now so he's a mature senior dog and I've had him since he was six weeks old, a puppy, puppy, small puppy. And I'm sure he'll be just fine whenever you are taking him. Of course, I'm sure. So yeah, we'll be driving across the country with a few stopovers on our way. Uh, so I'm excited because I just realized the time has come for me to close LA chapter. It was great. I loved it in many ways. I couldn't connect in a few other. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it it's not been... It's a- not like you are running away. No, you no. Just, you decided that a relationship it's, didn't work out. You it's knew been on that- my mind for the last probably year but, or yeah. two. So, yes. and it... 
so, so life life gave me an opportunity to make this decision now, but I've, it's been on my mind for a while now. So, um, so I'm happy that the opportunity was just how to put it presented <laughs> in a yeah. pretty straightforward oh, way. For, <laughs> you didn't need it, you didn't want it, but it was given to you. <laughs> it was given to me, <laughs> and now, <laughs> in a way, my the same with me. I was just shocked what happened to my but you know, my it, life. But you know, as the opportunity came, but and, it's know, but it. It is exactly, you know, the American way of thinking and the way we should all be thinking. Something yeah. happens that you take for a disaster for a moment. Yeah. And then you wake up, you know, the next day or perhaps week or even a year, because sometimes it takes like really longer time to kind of like recover yourself yeah. from certain events. Absolutely. So something happens that you consider to be a, a disaster and then turn it upside down. See it as, a, as an opportunity that was just presented to you. Just new beginning. It need to be new beginning. It's like you go to a new store and you don't know where is bread. When is I hate this when I uh, shop shop in Ralphs and then I need to go to Vons and even when I like both, but I don't know where is bread, where is my oatmeal, where is yeah. this? Because in one shop was just comfortable. Maybe it was not not perfect, you know, vegetables always not the freshest. Something wasn't working out, but I didn't want to step into another store. And then when I am, <laughs> I feel like something's wrong with this picture. But I, it's really about you know kind of having uh, finding your courage to. Leave your comfort zone yes because of course it's so cozy inside there right yes, your comfort yes. zone but you just you just die from inside out it's like you just become so accustomed to your kind of your, your daily routines you know and you do this you know in such a way and that in a other way and it's like but life should be about exploring shouldn't it okay. be but now we are talking about two girls happen they are Polish girls one with crazy dream to still sing in English with funky you accent. will one day I <laughs> see you on a stage already uh, in America I will see you you know I, I, I tried many times but it's still not what I was doing in my country on the other hand when it comes to writing and, and songwriting oh my gosh you know I, I'm creating so many albums for another beautiful a really wonderful artist which that makes me so so happy then I have my few dreams of is I want accent on TV the best of Poland and Europe to be a, a real TV show with real accented people who will be uh, hosting co-hosting this type of a show with me and we'll be having chance on a Bravo or another you know channel to just bring what is the best in America from outside of America because we are one of uh, who create this country, the wonderful country of, of opportunity, but still I don't hear and see too many accented people on the media. Yeah, that medias. was shocking. That was shocking to me after, after I came to the States that... Um, when you are in Europe, you just think about the States as this huge melting pot, you know, people from all different countries, all different cultures coming here to follow their American dreams and really building this country, because that's how this continent, you know, yeah. was uh, was built. And then you come here and you realize that there's like a mainstream, um, which is kind of like pretty much kept to those people from third, you know, or fourth generation <laughs> who don't really consider themselves immigrants yeah. anymore. And on the other hand, you have so, so many, many so many people who like really make it work here and who really contribute a lot. Absolutely. And they have colorful uh, life stories similar to uh, this one that Hollywood uh, 
that PL book presents, and they have also very similar success story. They are brain surgeons, they are great mothers uh, coming from many many crazy countries and very poor countries, and they're making out making their life, their ways, and they're beautiful people. Then I think that's what America really is. We need to focus on this type of people and showing the rest of maybe uh, young American. Uh, Because you know what I'm just is- thinking right now. Just a thought that crossed my mind. Uh, Probably it's kind of, you know, it works this way, that when you come to a foreign country, you just want to adapt. You just want to be invisible yeah. and you just want to fit melt into in. this, fit, fit in, melt into this culture. So you don't really, you don't really fi- fight to be heard Yourself. out loud. Absolutely. And then, you know, some of people give up. Some of people like us just fighting and we call, we are called, you are too pushy. You want too mm-hmm. much. Why you are not happy for what you already have? Why you want this? that because for us is nature we want to be this way and for you uh, this time when you are having your beautiful uh, journey in front of you and hopefully the two towns that you are dreaming to start working uh, in that will be reality for you and the job that you hope you get and hopefully will be about both uh, continents is waiting for you somewhere you- somewhere it must be somewhere out there but just a short story It just reminded me uh, what you were talking about, what we were talking about, you know, fitting in and kind of melting into the culture. There is a beautiful story in Agnieszka's Holland chapter. Uh, Agnieszka Holland, uh, director that I don't need to introduce, you know, her credit, of course. Um, but she directed uh, pretty recently a few episodes of the second season of House of Cards. So that is pre- oh, probably funny. I had no idea. Yes, she did. She did. Wow. So she was she was like one in like a very selective group of directors who were invited to work on the second season of House of Cards. And so for her, being a woman and being a foreigner, this is like a very unusual uh, story because when you go through the statistics, and I did go through it before the interview that I was conducting with her in Washington, D.C., live for 200 guests at the residence of Polish ambassador to oh, the States. How hot. I, I love it. I oh. love this evening. I really loved it. And so anyway, so I went through the statistics and it turned out that when you look at the directors of TV series and like major shows, it's like 90, I don't know, 8, 90 white male guys. So to be a woman and then to be a foreigner, this is like a very unusual story. But in her chapter, there's a beautiful scene that um, that she where, where she describes uh, her exercise that she was um, uh, exercise that she was exercising blah blah it's like <laughs> but um, probably not the best way to put it anyway when she was in Paris she found herself being an immigrant in Paris just after the martial law caught her abroad and finally after nine months she managed to get her then husband and daughter who thought that she was dead because there was no contact between her and no no phone call connections nothing so and Anyway, when after nine months she managed to get him to get them to Paris, she was having this exercise with her daughter that, for instance, they would enter French subway, and out of the blue, Agnieszka would start for uh, doing like strange noises like a chicken, and her daughter was just horrified and petrified. Said, "Mom, what are you doing? Everybody is looking at us. I feel I'm feeling embarrassed." And she said that was exactly an exercise how to find a courage to st- to, st- to to stand up against the crowd, not to be fearful, to just fit in and be quiet and not seen. So sometimes you need to do the stupid, you Christ know, to be noticed. Cr- you, you you need to be crazy and you need to find courage to do something like really that will you know distinguish you from the crowd, because it's an exercise. It, it, this is an identity exercise. And in some way. 
you and I, uh, we have an accent. I think in this beautiful country of USA, we are... Um, I don't know. Everybody has accent here. In a way, yes, but we are trying to make this attractive. I think of lots of years ago, I felt a little bit uh, sad or sometimes embarrassed that I couldn't describe myself because in my own language, I, like I said, you and I, we are very well educated. We have perfect Polish uh, uh, in us <laughs> and we were... Uh, proud of using this language but then when you come to this country to any country you feel speechless you, you feel speechless and then you are afraid to be judged maybe you are not yeah, smart I, I, I felt totally mute I felt yes. mute I felt speechless and I think it took me good two years before I just stopped explaining myself and I just finally felt that the language is following me and the language really represents me then I hope that's the beautiful lesson for everybody who listens to our show that for me I am maybe similar to Agnieszka Holland who was teaching her daughter how to just separate yourself and I just wanted to have my own show and my language three years ago was even worse than today. Then, but sometimes I had a black you know, spot in my head and I couldn't even find the English word. And some people were helping. Sometimes I was just looking around. I was scared for first six months. I felt really stupid when I was sitting on in the chair. I couldn't do it. But this right now, I'm so sorry, in a way, if these things happen. But on another hand, I love these moments because I know that I don't care anymore. I know if I want to communicate with people who are sitting next to me and they have perfect English or people with accents who are understanding my problem with losing English in a moment. Where is this English? Where is the word? But on the other hand, people download this show. It's a lot of, lots of 20,000 people download the shows and I don't know how many thousands, thousands of people listen to the show. That's a lot of uh, for t show and big dream for me and then thank you for that, which means it doesn't really matter if our words are funny. The way how we say is what we are saying of and course. how we care about what we are saying and that's it, you know? Of course, when you think about like great also politicians, like I don't know, Henry Kissinger, Zbigniew Brzeziński, they speak with accent, right? And yeah. it's it's really more, it's so much more important what you have to say than how you say it. And then always they say when we have brain surgeon and doesn't matter if he's from India or Africa or somewhere, if he's good, we are choosing this doctor over somebody else who is perfect, maybe English, but is not so, so good what he's doing. Then I think... But yes, but I agree that after you come here the first impression is kind of overwhelming because you feel that if somebody is so outspoken and you know speaks so smoothly that for oh, sure yeah. he or she is so smart and then when, when you actually listen to it and you said well, well well you know we could just put it in two simple sentences <laughs> you know what he just was saying for like five minutes yeah, yeah. so there's a lot of bullshitting, you know, and kind of showing off. And you need to kind of keep your uh, common senses to be able to distinguish and kind of like to really judge. Um, not judge, perhaps it's not the best word, but anyway, to kind of distinguish at, and, and be able to tell who has fake. something important to tell yeah. and who is a fake. And yeah, and we are in LA, which the fakeness of a lot of situations. Oh my God, now we are jumping into <laughs> another show. Yeah, that's another <laughs> show. I know you'll be calling in, um, I hope, many times from maybe Me even too. from the road or maybe from your first 
first stop and maybe from the first place that you think yeah let's do it that would be fun i think even five minutes well let's see where this life will get you and me i hope and pray to god and pray for good luck for both of us that our road will cross you are wonderful wonderful smart woman and and i was so happy to be here on your free shows really i had so much fun i loved coming here thank you so much and again in five minutes uh, we'll be ending our show and we'll be having 10 more minutes to move to another studio when video channel on L we will talk reveal radio. ourselves <laughs> yes we'll maybe talk about very similar uh, stuff because I really want Agnieszka Niesgoda and her book Hollywood.pl uh, to be seen and heard one more time and being seen she's really really very attractive lady and very smart and then we'll be having Lucy Hill who will be co-hosting uh, this hour with me and I'm very proud of uh, having another show this time on camera then please please for right now I think I need to place it oh somebody's calling us okay hello 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 this is really okay I think somebody's all sleepy or this is a wrong show Sorry. Okay. Um, sorry, our show is just almost done, and I'm not sure I cannot uh, really make up anything what I hear. But thank you for calling. If this was something really important, I'm sorry. Please call next Monday. Uh, then, yeah, for right now, we have maybe time for uh, another song. Agnieszka, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, I have uh, links to your. Um, yeah, there's an website. email address. There's a website, uh, so it's all you know. I think that you you posted it on Facebook, right? So yes, then please, please, because like I'm saying, this girl has a brain. She knows a lot about, about entertainment and about politics because that's really what you love oh. to write on both worlds. And now we'll see if you wind up work we'll in New see. York, DC, Europe, France. Friends. That <laughs> would be friends? cool. Why? I don't know. That would be another language. I yeah. used to be fluent in French, but I somehow oh, lost it. Yeah, I was trying to speak, you know, with a French waiter the other time, and I was like expressing like on the like really basics. <laughs> okay, no friends for you. But right now, I will say bye bye for t- uh, for today. And Ilana, thank you so much. I loved coming to your show. I love you, and I will be finishing this show with short version of song by me called Faith. Oh,
You're listening to Accent On with Alona Europa, right here on L.A. Talk Radio.